Good morning and welcome to Soapbox Breakfast, a podcast to get you ready for Real Salt Lake game day. On Soapbox Breakfast, we'll give you the news and views you need to prepare for the match. From injury news to the storylines we're watching, Soapbox Breakfast is a quick update from multiple points of view. After a substantive 4-0 victory at away home against Vancouver Whitecaps just 10 days ago, Real Salt Lake travels to California to take on a familiar foe, LAFC, who RSL played just two weeks ago. Here's what we'll be watching tonight. Hey guys, Trevor here. I uh, wanted to talk about something uh, before we play LAFC tonight. Uh, this is something that probably is bugging me a lot more than it should, but I did want to get it out there. I did want to mention it. Uh, it's a pattern we're seeing with this team and the way they handle uh, reporting and, and just talking about what's going on with the team. Uh, earlier this season, uh, well, first off, I want to say we've been blessed so far that we just haven't had that many injuries as a team. Uh, but earlier this season, we did uh, have an injury come up with uh, Jason Ramirez. Uh, he played on for the Monarchs on June 18th and suffered some kind of quad injury. Uh, he was placed on the injury list, which basically means he's ineligible for the next six matches for the first team. <laughs> When that happened, that uh, game happened on the 18th. Like I said, the team didn't announce it until June 24th, uh, six days later. Now, in between that time, RSL had a game. They played a game against uh, Seattle Sounders on the 23rd. He wasn't listed on any injury report at that time. The team knew about it. Obviously, the team knew he was injured, but they never reported it until after that game. Now, I don't think that made that big of a difference. For that game, we're playing Seattle. Jason's been playing for the Monarchs. Probably not going to play for the first team anyway. Probably not even going to make the bench. But again, they didn't even mention it. Uh, We just had another similar incident, uh, this time with Andrew Brody. Now, Andrew Brody broke his toe uh, against LAFC on July 3rd. The team waited until the 16th to announce it. I mean, that's almost two full weeks to announce that a player had an injury that required surgery. Uh, they don't have a timetable for his return. Again, same kind of situation. He broke his toe apparently on the 3rd of July. We had a game against uh, Vancouver on July 7th. He was not listed on the injury report. The team knew that he was injured. Obviously, it's a big enough deal that uh, he didn't play against Vancouver and he ended up having surgery for it. Now, this team, a lot of times they like to talk about how they want to be transparent, but this is obviously not being transparent. It's very easy to list a player on the injury report and they just simply aren't. And like I said, I'm probably making maybe too big of a deal out of this kind of thing, but from a team that wants to be transparent, this just obviously isn't it. And it's just not good enough for me. For my part, I'm wondering how we can improve on our one nil loss to LAFC two weeks ago. RSL has just two shutouts on the season, with our last match providing just the second on the year. Last time, RSL faced LAFC, and the team conceded a goal from a troubling situation, defending a throw-in deep in their own half. There are two major aspects of this I'd like to explore. First, RSL is grasping at straws defensively on the play in which they conceded. LAFC is a step ahead consistently there, and RSL is in pure reaction mode. It's not what you like to see from a team that's arguably been pretty good throughout 60 minutes. And RSL let a lot fall apart in just 15 seconds. It's a stark reminder that if you're not careful, nearly any MLS team can force you into conceding. Second, LAFC remains dangerous, even when their fortunes have shifted. They may sit just above us in the standings, but that masks what they have on their side, Diego Rossi and Carlos Vela. Those two players can sight through a team if they feel like it. 
They haven't felt like it enough this season for LAFC, but it's something we certainly need to be cautious of. If we don't manage to put our mark on this game early, that combination could be a sort of Damocles dangling over our heads. RSL does have a strong performance against Vancouver that will hopefully provide some wind into sails, and we might just get to see Tony Datkovich play in his first RSL match. Hello, our dear, dear listeners slash best friends forever. This is Kyle here, and I'm back again on a game day. Real Salt Lake, of course, play LAFC to try to get our revenge on the season. And I wanted to briefly mention that both Tony Dotkovich and Joni Menendez are both with the team and are officially here and through quarantine um, and are ostensibly ready to go. But I think personally that we'll probably see a similar trajectory with um, both of these guys as we saw with Bobby Wood. I wouldn't fully expect to see Tony Dotkovich playing for a little while. I guess we still don't really know if he's going to be challenging Marcelo Silva for his spot or if he, if he will be the obvious shoe-in at a certain point. But I think we should be able to see him play in the next few weeks. I'd be surprised if we saw him against LAFC, though. Joni Menendez, I think, might be available. Not quite sure. He practiced with the team this week, but I think that it's safe to say we'll probably see him next week at some point. And in any case, we have a really well-rounded roster at this point, in my opinion. And honestly, that comes as a bit of a surprise based on what we all were expecting for this season. So I'm really pleasantly surprised to see how deep our squad is with these two new signings, especially. And I really wish this one were a home game. Not only do I really want to see LAFC lose in person to us, but I really want to make fun of those horrendous LAFC away jerseys. I really, really hate those. So even though I won't be seeing anyone at Rio Tinto tonight, I will be there on the digital battlefield that is known as Twitter alongside all of you. Today's match starts at 8.30 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time at LAFC's Bank of California Stadium. On TV, you can watch it on KMYU, which is available with a digital antenna, with your local cable provider, or with YouTube TV. On the radio, you can listen on ESPN 700. You can also stream the match with the KSL TV app or at kslsports.com. Thanks for joining us for breakfast today. For more podcast content, subscribe to RSL Soapbox with your favorite podcast provider. We'll catch you up on Monday with Soapbox Stand-Up, and Off the Crossbar offers you midweek analysis and conversation. For Soapbox Breakfast, I'm Matt Montgomery.